Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And thank you for joining us for hour number two. If you missed hour number one, uh, well, you got a little catching up to do. You can always catch the replays. If you go to my website, dontheoutdoorsguide.com, you can find them reposted there. There's a link to get you to where you can listen to all of them. You can kind of do a binge listening if you'd like. Well, we got some text messages coming in, one from our friend, the old snake doctor. New Orleans Fly Fishing Club is having their Rio Grande Cichlid Rodeo. It's today at 7.30. It begins at 7.30 this morning. The weigh-in will be at 12.30 at No Wake Outfitters. That's located on Airline Drive in Metairie. And if you want to get information and details, go to neworleansflyfishers.com. Uh, Rio Grande cichlids, of course, the invasive perch species, and a lot of them in New Orleans City Park and some other waterways. All right, here's a question. I like to drag my boat over to the Wrigley's and put over. Is there a timeline on when the new Pearl Bridge will be open? And talking about the Highway 90 Pearl Bridge uh, near the Mississippi-Louisiana line, that's from a Mississippi listener wanting to come over. Uh, I don't have good news to tell you. It's going to be at least a couple of years, I am told. And I've made some suggestions about something temporary, and it's fallen on deaf ears. So uh, all we can do is we'll keep you abreast of what's happening there. If we hear something, we'll pass it along. But it doesn't look good for any time soon. All right, text messages, 504-260-1870. Here's one from uh, texter1192. says, I'm from Lafitte. Didn't go to engineering school, but if the salt water's down deeper, why can't they take the water from closer to the surface? Uh, it's an engineering question. I don't know where the intake pipes are and what would be involved in adjusting them to a higher level of the river. And you're right, the salt water hangs on the bottom. It does mix some, but uh, if it were that simple, I'm sure they would be able to figure it out. But maybe somebody can answer why not just take water from closer to the top of the, the surface where there's less salt. All right, 504-260-1870. That is our text message line. Uh, something else I wanted to mention. Uh, we've got a, a surprise, surprise, a Louisiana gubernatorial race going on. You've seen the ads on TV and radio and social media and billboards and street signs. Uh, they're asking for your vote. We've got a pretty extensive field. Well, if you're wondering how these candidates stack up to fishing issues that you are interested in, I suggest you visit the CCALouisiana.com website. Go to News, and you'll see gubernatorial responses to critical issues. 
And there are five topics there. Topic number one is dealing with a very controversial issue. We've talked about it on this show for years. That is further regulation and restriction of the Menhaden or pogey boats off Louisiana's coast. Uh, Each one of these candidates was asked a simple yes or no to that question that's posed, and a lot of them elaborated on it. Some interesting answers. Uh, Some of them are very in tune with these topics, and others you can tell it's kind of new stuff to them. Topic number two, governor's appointments. That's very, very critical. Who do you appoint as the head of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries? Who appoints other people and makes other hires? I think we had a very poor hire. In fact, our last secretary that was appointed by our current governor is maybe going to jail and certainly is under criminal investigation for bribery. Not good. All right, topic number three they're asked about is the topic of redfish, which is uh, on the table. In fact, at this upcoming Thursday's commission meeting, they'll discuss possibly implementing some of those new tighter restrictions for redfish. Topic number four was artificial reefs, the funding and the operation and the program where we topple old unused gas and oil wells and convert them to reefs and also put down artificial reefs, which has been done extensively uh, through the Coastal Conservation Association and some partners like Shell and uh, have been very successful in creating new habitat in the offshore waters. And the final topic, number five, is for red snapper and federal fisheries management. Uh, What does the new governor think about that? What are their attitudes? Check that out. Read their answers. Uh, There are some there that, you know, pretty well you can count on, but others a little bit surprising. Again, go to CCALouisiana.com, go to the news drop-down, and you're going to see 2023 gubernatorial questionnaire, and you'll find the questions and the answers and may have maybe help you make your decision on your candidate. All right, we come back after this. We're going to check in with our Born on the Bayou guy, Captain Mike Gallo, find out where he's been fishing and what he might be doing today on kind of a windy fall. Yeah, we're already officially in fall morning. And you're listening to it on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo of Angling Adventures of Louisiana is brought to you by CETO. CETO has quite a deal. $199 a year, that is a membership. And if you are a member, you'll get unlimited fuel drop-offs if you happen to run out of fuel. If you need a tow-in, 24-7. If you got an electrical problem, they'll come jumpstart you. Whatever it takes to get you back safely, CETO is there, just like a AAA on the water. It's peace of mind for you and your loved ones who may be worried about you, and it's just one call away to Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or even easier than that, go to com. Captain Mike joins us now, and uh, Mike, it's going to be breezy out there today. What's going on over in the Pontchartrain, Lake uh, Bourne area, and also Biloxi Marsh? Well, you're correct, Don. It is going to be breezy. We got about a 15 mile an hour wind, and it's blowing straight down Lake Bourne. But that shouldn't be too big of a problem. The pattern is still catching white trout, speckled trout, and a variety of other species in the deeper channels where there's a fair amount of current. Wrigley's Pass, Unknown Pass, those types of areas. I did have a couple of trips midweek in the wind where we actually drifted along the shoreline in Lake Catherine fishing popping corks. So that's a bit of a diversion from where I've been fishing probably the last three weeks. I've been staying in the deeper water, but I did venture into some shallow water with the four horsemen style corks. You know, they pop, make a lot of noise. And we did well on speckled trout by doing that. Now that, that happened to be a day where we did catch a fair amount of trout earlier in the morning in the in the deep channels which was our pattern earlier and we went along the shoreline hoping we could come across some redfish and we found more trout we did we caught some undersized redfish which is a good sign for the future but um there was trout in the shallow water as well so on a day like today where you're probably going to be hiding from the wind depending on you know how big your boat is you'll um you'll still be able to find some fish in those protected areas. Very good. Mike, you know, there's an old saying about this time, well, actually next week, it used to be that that's when the World Series took place, and now they got more teams, so they have playoffs. So now it's the playoff time. But during those first couple of weeks into October, that's when there'd be some fairly good-sized trout would move into Lake Pontchartrain, and people would fish the bridges. Now I'm getting some early reports of mixed specs and and, and white trout showing up in pretty good numbers. Now, not the big World Series trout, but some, a, a lot of fish, quantity rather than quality. What are you hearing about the bridges? Seeing the same thing at the bridges. Uh, it's been easy for me to go hit those deeper channels and anchor up and just sit. So I haven't, you know, it's working for me, so I hadn't tried the bridges as of yet. 
I did make a trip maybe three weeks ago and caught a nice mess of uh, white trout with a few speckled trout mixed in. Uh, I was on the south shore of the twin span. That might be what you want to do today with a, a northerly type of wind. But they certainly seem to be there, and, you know, more and more each day. It wouldn't surprise me if this high wind brings in some more fish. I also noticed Kenny Krieger was picking up a few flounders mixed in there, too. You know, that that's not too far away where that annual flounder run would come in, but that was a little more like closer to November. That's true. We will see some flounder, but I do believe the season is closed again this year from, I believe it's mid-October to 1st of December. Yeah, we'll have so, to check on that. Yeah, we may have a couple a couple of weeks to catch them. I'm not certain on if they mm-hmm. have that closure again this year. Um, I'm sure I'll see it. Um, they'll, you know, they'll send out an email to remind us. But, um, yeah, that's normally when flounder are spawning. So that's when you'll see a little bit of a, a peak in their productivity. Uh, how's the bookings? Is, I, I know you were pretty full up. Has it slowed down any And now that we're getting into the fall? We still have a steady amount. That's an odd thing, Don. You would think in 25 years you might see a pattern. But, you know, you might book two trips on Monday and Tuesday, and then you might book six on Wednesday. And the next week it might be the exact opposite. So it doesn't seem to follow any pattern. It's just like any business. You answer the phone when it rings, and hopefully uh, you have a date available. Obviously, we have several captains, so um, we're still booking a fair amount of trips. Very good. If somebody wants to do it, uh, they can find you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Give them your site and also the telephone number. My site is very simple, AAofLA.com, and the phone number is 985 Seven eight one seven eight one one, and Don, I wanted to remind people that today is the last day to take advantage of the CETO special. Get fourteen months coverage for the price of twelve. Great deal, two extra months, and today's the last day. Today is the last day. Get on it, CETO.com. It's very easy to do, and you won't be sorry you got it. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. All righty, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right. There he goes. Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. And we come back after this, we're going to get some paddlers report. You know, they got a, a tournament going on today, and they got another one coming up in the middle of October. Captain Eric Mohabarak will explain next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free 
Odyssey app. Hey, you got to do some stroking in one of those kayaks, or you can get the, those high, fancy, dancy uh, pedal models. Those are really good. I enjoy those because it's hands-free fishing and traveling. Eric Muhabarak joins us to give us the Paddler's Report. It's in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, three locations, Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and North Shore in Covington. Always got sales there. Uh, I understand they got some Jackson kayaks at a discount. Eric, tell us about them. Yeah, actually, Don, they got them uh, two fishing kayaks on discount also, 30% off uh, the bite and the stacks. Uh, those are really popular kayaks. Uh, I think the bites are a real popular one with the fly fishers, too, also. Uh, I'm not sure on that. I think the snake doctor could add a little bit to that. I think he's got one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, they got the fall clothing merchandise line all piled in there. And uh, they just still got some Hobies in there and some bona fides, too. So they got your supplies if you need them. It's fall. It's time to get your jackets and your boots and everything you need, your backpacks and all of that stuff. So go check them out. Uh, Eric, today is the Redfish Rumble. Explain how that catch photo and release works. All right. Well, uh, it's catch. It, it's the typical uh, Bayou Coast tournament. Wind's going to be blowing 25 miles an hour again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> it never fails at these tournaments. The wind blows hard. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, where you catch the fish, you measure it out, uh, you take a picture, it goes to an app, the Tuny X app, and uh, it, it also has a culling process. So let's say you catch 10 redfish, and your three biggest ones are just under 27, and uh, it'll take the three biggest ones and automatically put those up front and, and push the other ones back. So you, you can have a culling process with, the, with this app, too, also. Uh, but it's the long, longest the longest amount of inches wins the tournament. So, you know, I'm going to think most probably 90, maybe 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 90 inches, 80 inches, something like that's going to take the tournament, you know. Uh, something like that should be should be about right with three fish. I think that's, what, 75, about 80, 89 inches should do it. But, uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I know the guys will be hugging up in the marsh and the ponds and stuff and uh, seeing if they can get some, uh, some of them nice-size uh, reds, upper slots. And now, for folks that are not on that one, but in a couple of weeks, you got the Falling Tide coming up, and that's the oldest one of the kayak tournaments that uh, was formed by the BCKFC. How does that one work? Well, that's a that's a catch and kill tournament. Um, it's a it's a uh, it's a slam tournament. Speckled trout, flounder, and redfish. They also have individual uh, uh, prizes for the largest redfish, largest speckled trout, and the largest flounder. Uh, it's one of the largest ones. It's a big thing. They cook the night before and they cook the night uh, of the tournament. Uh, it, it's really a nice time down at the Delta Marina with our friend Mitch. He does a great job hosting it, uh, and, and it's it's a. It, it's a great tournament. It's that time of year, you know, the fifth, uh, the fourteenth of October. The redfish are running. It's the last day that you can legally catch a flounder and bring it in. It's the fourteenth, so I do know that, um, and that's why it was put on that date because they wanted to have the flounder so you could have your slam. And the speckled trout are moving in really good in the marsh too. I've noticed. Yeah, that flounder closure is the fifteenth, like you mentioned, all the way through the whole yeah. month of November. Through the 30th, it's illegal to possess a flounder in Louisiana waters. So they got that one in right on time. Uh, give us some spots for this weekend, which is going to be a windy weekend, uh, to get out and maybe catch some trout or reds. 
Well, Don, you know, they've been doing really good down in Chalmette uh, on spoons. Um, get up in the ponds. Uh, say, you know, try and find protected waters if you're going to go out. 25-mile-an-hour winds, pretty heavy wind. I would not be going in any open water for sure. Um, but, or you could fish the lee side of open water, but it, it should be uh, pretty pretty good wind. But I'd, I'd definitely stick to protected waters, you know. Um, also down in Port Salford, you know, that's a great place down behind the school. I got a good report from there, Don. They, they call it. They caught beautiful speckled trout off the fishing pier they built a, a couple of years back, uh, and it was a limit. So that, that's something to say. Something's coming around. But they also catching good redfish there, and that's in protected waters. You can get up in, in the little ponds back there behind the school and, and mill around and, and get you some, some, some reds and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would do is just find some, some protected waters you got to, even in the boats. Yeah, Eric, that, that that spot you and I and we've uh, caught those nice flounders over on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, uh, that rock jetty runs north-south. Do you think it's far enough out with this east wind where that would be a protected area where you could sneak in there and maybe pick up a few flounders? I know we've said that it slowed down a little bit, but, you know, slowed down there is still good fishing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan, you know, I don't know a fish over there enough to give you that answer on, on the wind protection. I guess you would get off a little bit because, you know, it's not really that, – that that's really shallow water up in there, and they do have them sandbars and stuff. But I, I really don't know – maybe maybe you could fish the backside of it, yeah, that I'm thinking about it now. You know, you'd, you'd have to check it out beforehand. But it's going to be so busy down there right now, Don. They've got oh, the yeah. uh, cruise yeah. in the coast. <laughs> Right. You know, and they got a fishing tournament going on too. Also, there I forget the name of the tournament, but it, it should be a packed house down there right now. Uh, I know, I know, I know the fishing, the, the flounder might have slowed down a little bit, but the bull reds and the jacks are pounding the mullets on the beach. But uh, if you can get out there, sure, go ahead, man, go check it out. I, I, I'd go take a ride and look at the water first before I went and put a kayak in and, and brought sure. all that stuff down there. For sure. Eric, we got a lot of people I can imagine right now have been listening to you and Brendan and me talk about kayak fishing. They've never done it, but they're interested in it, but they don't know how to get started. Uh, you are one of the few uh, operating charter captains that actually has everything people need to get a start and see if it's something that they'll enjoy and if they're physically capable of doing it. How do they get in touch with you to set up a trip where you provide everything for them? Well, you can get in touch with me on your website, the Don W. Outdoors Guy, or you can you can um, look up on Facebook, Facebook or Instagram, uh, the, the Louisiana Kayak Company, or just give me a call, 504-313-8292. I'm have to check out that Facegram. I haven't seen that one yet. That's a new that, that one. Facegram, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good Aaron, one. Thank, thanks so much, man. Always fun talking to you. Always have a good time. Uh, take care, and we'll see you next time. All right, buddy. You have a good one, man. Y'all be good. Bye. All right. There he is, the uh, uh, Captain Quint lookalike. I call him with the raccoon feet. You ever go kayaking with him, you'll understand. All right. We come back after this. It's, uh, yeah, it's here. Bad boys of the outdoors time. Also, we have a Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agent who has won a national award. We'll talk about both right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we want to congratulate a Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement agent who was recently named the 2023 National Association of State Boating Law Administrators Boating Officer of the Year. Congratulations to Lieutenant Jason Russo of Metairie. He's a 21-year veteran with the LDWF Enforcement Division and he was honored with this award for his continuous dedication to enforcing boating safety laws and educating the public 
at their annual conference on September 21st. Uh, Lieutenant Russo is the first agent from Louisiana ever to win this National Boating Officer Award. And, you know, there's really no official record or any way of knowing it exactly how many lives he saved over those years, but you can bet he's done just that. Congratulations, Lieutenant Russo's been a boating safety instructor for over 18 years teaching those safe boating classes. Rate of pride to Lieutenant Russo. All right, we come back after a quick 10-second station ID. We're going to tell you a story about some more enforcement agents doing their job right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Debute radio network. On September 17th, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery Agents Lieutenant David Sanford, Corporal Derek Logan, Corporal Lucas Hidalgo, and Agent Rebecca Bersage received a tip that, like so many of our reported cases, launched an investigation into a Clifford Roberts taking an alligator from an unapproved area just north of Gaydon in Vermilion Parish on the 15th. The agents met up with Roberts on September 17th, and he admitted to taking the over 10-foot alligator from the unapproved area. Roberts had an alligator tagged for an approved property, and he put that tag on the alligator. Basically a case of gator bootlegging. The agents proceeded to seize the impressive hide. You can see that on my last Facebook post. Ten foot. Beautiful. If he's convicted, and I'm sure he will be since he admitted it, taking an alligator from an unapproved area, facing a maximum fine of $950 and 120 days in jail, is 58-year-old Clifford Roberts of Morgan City, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Uh, we got a long list of them. I got them piling up. We'll get to some more next week. All right, we got some text messages coming in. This is from a longtime friend. Jojo Vitale says, falls in the air. Great time when you get a little bit tired of running 40 miles one way to catch those big trout. It's nice to stay close and not sweat as much. Gotcha, Jojo. Here's, uh, let's see, text from 0313. My teal season's been fantastic. I work on a couple of gator tails for a few guys. In return, I get clean birds and an ice chest left at my doorstep. <laughs> That's an easy way to get you some ducks. Uh, here's one from 4217. I've been duck hunting since I was nine with a 410. But when 1999 came around and I noticed the ducks started to disappear, I knew it was the beginning of the end. Yeah, well, in 1999, I remember it well. It was a very tough year. They went to three birds in 30-day season, and Louisiana lost half of its duck hunters that one year, and a lot of them have never returned, went to deer hunting. All right, we got our friend uh, David Hubble over in Alabama. He says we could definitely use some rain in Westmobile around the Militon Man Cave. The vines are holding on, but as Alabama squirrels have developed a taste for this Louisiana delicacy and slowed the growth. Can't keep pace with their appetite. Luckily, the daughter's pet cat, Galoshes, is quite the squirrel hunter. He might just keep earn his keep. Other than that, he hopes to work on the backyard beer garden this weekend for some hopefully cooler outdoor dining and imbibing. Sounds like a good plan, David Hubble. And uh, here's one from uh, 1170. The latest update for the Slidell Fishing Pier to reopen, 20. 25, yep, damaged by the storm, hasn't been rebuilt yet. 
Uh, let's see. We had the old snake doctor checking in. Oh, here's a message from uh, CCA, Alabama. The Eastern Shore CCA fallout is next Thursday at Oak Hollow in Fairhope. Uh, expecting a big crowd, lots of auction items, trips. That's Manly from Alabama, CCA. And we have Miriam in Lacombe. Along with a few nice specs, we pulled up an unmarked ancient crab trap from the Big Branch Marsh, released a crab clutching part of a voodoo shrimp lure, and put the trap in the boat. Is there as designated disposal spot site? Thanks. Uh, when they have these uh, crab trap cleanups there, it is, but they're, they're very far and few between. Uh, one single crab trap, uh, I would say probably uh, the local a dump would be the proper place for that to go. Don't know of any recycling. All right, got a couple more texts. We'll get to them later because right now we got a quick break to take, and I want to talk to Captain Ryan Lambert when we come back because uh, I'm headed down there this weekend. We're doing a hunt of a lifetime fishing trip. We'll tell you more about that right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Uh, no plastic today. I think it's the man of steel, according to my producer, Cullen Steele, he says, uh, the plastic man's in the duck blind. He can hear the calls. <laughs> yes, he is. There he is, getting in the last day of teal season. Ryan, how's it been these last few days? It's been okay. You know, it's, it's, this is we haven't had a cold front the whole season. I mean, everybody killed limits yesterday. But, you know, you don't have just big flocks of 20s and 30s and 40s like, like you like. But if we're killing, you know, I'm okay. You still seeing that? You still seeing that onslaught of model ducks and wood ducks down there? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I could have killed a thousand yesterday. In fact, yeah. I probably did with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if some of those wood ducks hang around for the regular big duck season. You know, that's kind of a. I, I had Paul with me, and I was trying to tell, teach him how to shoot the head off. You know, I said, "Look, when these birds are coming, <laughs> you see the head, you look at. That's what you shoot at. You know." <laughs> I, I'm going to name my gun the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, good Good that you're getting that last day in, you know, and you know, it's, it comes and goes so fast at teal season. Uh, I thought with this full moon it might have brought a few more birds in. I thought so too, but there's two right there. That's woodies, woodies. Yeah, I was, I was contemplating going home. I said, what are you, out of your mind? This is the last day of the season. You're 65 years old. This could be the last hunt you get on deal, boy. Hey, there's only so many hunting days that, that are allowed. You're right. you got to make the most of them. So well, how's, how, how's, how's right the uh, that's Is it in full plumage yet? Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the boys are fishing. We had 10 boats out yesterday in all that weather. Oh, my gosh. They still, they killed the fish still, you know, and, the water is so high. I mean, I'm I'm hunting here. Walk out on dry land, put one robo down, and get back in the boat and hunt. That's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Being the smart weed. So, but I'm hoping this wind will die down so we get that young man on some fish. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not going to take much if he can get a, a bull red. He'll be happy. Uh, they're going to be arriving on uh, Sunday, and I'll be down there with him and. Uh, that's his his fishing uh, dream of a lifetime. He's a ten year old fifth grader and unfortunately has brain cancer. And uh, they, they, that organization that we work with grants a one time hunt or fishing trip of a lifetime. And 
I get a lot of people that volunteer, and, and thanks to you and Cajun Fishing Adventures for, for hosting them. And, 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 you know, at least for a short time, they can put that out of their mind, the family, and get out and enjoy something new and exciting. I would love for us to be able to get out there where those big bulls are and just sit there and whack them with him. That would be so fun. I don't know if this wind's going to stop. It's been four days of just horrendous wind. In fact, it's blowing so hard that the river gauge is up six inches in New Orleans just because of the tidal surge. Yeah. Well, we don't need any more of that. Well, I'm glad to hear no. y'all y'all putting a few teal down and, and getting that last day in. You know, do you have a total count, and how does this this year compare to years no, prior? We end up, we'll end up somewhere in the 500s, which is low for us. But we didn't have a lot of hunters this year for some reason. You know, the economy stuff. But you yeah. know, it's we hunting and we having fun, so it's good. Well, you know, the rice field country really slowed down. You know, they they were really tearing them up over there because if you had water you had the heavy concentrations of the teal but uh it didn't sustain and it's it's gotten tough they're working for whatever they're getting over there now i had one group that had been limiting twice a day there were two groups one group would go out in the morning one would go out in the evening and all of them would get quick limits they didn't fire their gun yesterday so it, it's really oh my word out. yeah yeah it's gotten that slow Seemed like with that that full moon, it would have brought some. I saw some big flocks yesterday, but we we got in here in this little spot right here, and we tore them up yesterday. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. Well, there's kind of a debate going on that the department would have been better setting the season a week earlier instead of, you know, getting it to the very last day of September. What do you think? No, no, no. You know, it's all about trying to get a cold front. You know, the the birds have not come through yet. I mean, they still got the birds in North Dakota for having six. We need a good cold front, good push. Then they're going to say, oh, look at them now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Well, look, we'll be seeing you on Sunday. Uh, I hope you all, uh, you know, bang out a few birds, and uh, we'll be down there and try to catch a bull red for that young man, and people can watch it all on Bayou Wild TV. Uh, fishing one day. Just fishing one day. And then he's going to sleep over and then go. Right, exactly, okay. exactly. All right, well, we'll have a good time. I'll, I'll put, a, put a fish on the leash somewhere. Yeah. Tell that dog to be patient. Y'all going to get something for her. Kenley, she don't have no patience in her. <laughs> I know. I know, Kenley. All right, Captain Ryan, tell Carl hello and everybody down there. We'll see you all Sunday. All right, brother. See you. All right, that's Captain Ryan Lambert. Sunday's tomorrow, by the way. All right, when we come back, I'm going to close it out with some uh, very interesting text messages. If you want to get one in real quick, it's 504-260-1870. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Oh, yeah, I'm with the uh, temptations there. We need some rain. I wish it would rain. Whoo, we need it bad. All right, uh, we got wind, though. We don't need that. And uh, got some text messages in. We love to get those. And one says from uh, 2487, don't bring an alligator to the ballpark in Philly. Uh, Five-foot alligator down here is lunch. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, Let's see, we got... Uh, 9558 says, hey, Don, have you ever watched the show on the Animal Planet Network? It's called Louisiana Law. It shows a lot of those wildlife agents going after a lot of those bad boys. Yeah, I, I enjoy that show. I do watch it, and it's uh, good to put the, the names that we read here on the air with the faces you see on TV. I met a bunch of those guys. I was their guest speaker at the Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association uh, convention last year. Great bunch of guys and girls. Uh, Here's one from 3708. says, my daughter's getting married today. I can't fish. I can't watch football. Triple gut punch. Uh, I agree. But, you know, it's her day. 
maybe have one day, so uh, enjoy it. You can fish the next day and watch football tomorrow. All right, uh, it's going to be a firewood stacking day. There will be a winter, says Old Man Sam in Hammond. And let's see, we got uh, people catching, uh, the way this came out, this has got to be autocorrect. Are they catching ranch and trout in the river in South Plaquemines Parish government? The salt coming up the river, uh, that's from KT. Uh, yeah, I would imagine uh, that, you know, the fish are going to come up the river uh, just like the salt is. They follow it up there, and there's a lot of bait in that river. So I'm sure you could, in addition to the big catfish that you regularly catch, maybe catch a few reds and trout. I'm going to find out tomorrow. Anyway, I'm going down there. Uh, the Florida Lagards are listening from Pensacola. They're trying to catch some blue crabs tonight for a big batch of gumbo next weekend. They always enjoy the show. Well, thank you to the Lagards over there in Pensacola. Uh, here's one says, my power went out, and I'm only getting to list you for half an hour. Better than nothing, coffee's good, Tim and Pascagoula. Tim, you got a radio out in your car, truck? There you go. That'll be a way to solve that. All right, and uh, here's one that would like to know which candidate supports constitutional carry. I would go on their websites and pose that question to them, and if you get some answers, text it to us here. We can share it with the audience. All right, you heard me talking to Ryan Lambert. Uh, tomorrow we uh, will be greeting. They are arriving by uh, air flight and from Minneapolis to Atlanta and Atlanta to New Orleans. They're going to arrive tomorrow afternoon. I'm talking about Lucas Horton. He's a 10-year-old fifth grader, and Lucas's dad, Dustin, uh, they'll be coming in to give him his fishing trip of a lifetime. He wanted to catch a big bull redfish. That's his fishing trip of a lifetime. This organization, uh, Hunt of a Lifetime, It's uh, you can Google them and find out more about them. What they do is they provide lifetime trips for both fishing and hunting. For kids with uh, terminal illnesses, uh, Lucas has brain cancer, and uh, he w- wanted to come fishing, and we got in touch with the organization, and uh, folks at Cajun Fishing Adventures and Ryan Lamb were kind enough to to donate the lodging and the fishing for him. Uh, the organization pays for their airfare and some of their other expenses. And if you have uh, a child that you know of that has a terminal illness and would like to have a wish granted to uh, go on a fishing trip or a hunting trip of a lifetime, get in touch with that organization, and they will do their best uh, to make that happen. And if you also are willing to, to volunteer, if you'd like to provide a trip, uh, either a hunting or a fishing trip of a lifetime, uh, get in touch with me, and I'll put you in touch with Hunt of a Lifetime and see if we have any people that meet the needs of what you can offer. We've done several of these. If you go back to our Bayou Wild TV show, uh, we had a young man uh, had a great tarpon catching trip. That was his trip of a lifetime off the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, we've taken uh, uh, young people out and shot axis deer and wild hogs and uh, just kind of help them uh, get, you know, uh, Martha Spencer uh, had a young man, took him out and caught a swordfish. And we've had other volunteers that uh, make their resources available to these people, their families. Uh, they get to bring a, a family member with them. Some bring the whole family, and uh, the, the dad or the mom will accompany them on the trip. Anyway, it's a wonderful program, and you'll see the results of uh, what happens. We're going to have our Bayou Wild cameraman, Chris Lecoq, on site and see if we can uh, get this young man, Lucas, to catch a, a bull redfish and make it his fishing trip 
of a lifetime. All right, try to get your trips in. Uh, we've got a full moon going on, and uh, <laughs> I'm reminded of this. Uh, someone texted, it's uh, 7662, and says, Even a man who is pure of heart and says his prayers by night can become a wolf when the wolf vein blooms and the autumn moon is full and bright. Loop guru, anyone? See that little quote? Used to scare my daughter to death when I... <laughs> that's from an old Wolfman movie with Lon Chaney when the gypsy woman said that. And uh, kind of made her a little bit nervous. <laughs> All right. Hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed it. Uh, thanks to Cullen Steele, our producer. He pushes all the right buttons at the right time, so you get a good broadcast. We love to do it each and every Saturday morning. We've been doing this now. We're in our 34th year of doing it. We might make it permanent. You know, we're just kind of trying it out to see if it sticks. We'll be back again, though, next week right here at 5 a.m. You'll be listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 